Today, my guest is the author of The Brand Named You. She is going to show you how to achieve your goals through strategic personal branding. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of books written about personal branding. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you are in business, if you are an author, if you are a, a, basically an individual who is doing any type of business at all, you understand branding and the importance of it. However, what's different about Olacia Sauer's book is the it is the first one to actually offer a very clear, thorough, and hands-on tools and a step-by-step process for creating your personal brand and how to develop it. Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Grant. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. Olacia Sauer is a personal branding strategist and executive coach. She is also a social media strategist and partner at Goal Social Media Marketing, a serial entrepreneur with 20 plus years of experience in sales and marketing. As a former CEO of Forbes Estonia, she helped to bring the world's most trusted business media brand to the business audience in Baltics. Welcome, Olacia. Carol, it's my pleasure to be here and uh, hello to everyone who is listening to us today. When I asked you what made you successful, I really appreciated your answer. You said positivity and grit. So please start by telling us a bit about your background, how you rose above the problems you've had to overcome personally including the loss of your business during the last crisis? Well, if I would start from the very beginning, uh, then I would say that uh, my uh, earlier career was uh, like uh, American uh, roller coaster. Uh, by the age of uh, 20, I uh, made a dream career at the steel galvanizing plant here in Estonia. Uh, raising in a couple of months for the position of uh, human resources manager to the uh, general manager of the uh, of the plant uh, responsible uh, for all of the sales shipping and then purchasing uh, uh-huh. uh, which uh, 
age, uh, and I was 22 uh, at that time, uh, which in a couple of years uh, followed by establishment of uh, my own uh, steel trading uh, company. And uh, so a couple of years, it's, it's been a very exciting uh, journey. Uh, you know, uh, I've been uh, young and ambitious, and I didn't take a no for an answer. And I uh, <laughs> uh, went to, to China and India and brought uh, steel to uh, uh, plants and then factories in, uh, in Scandinavia. And, uh, and Baltics and then Eastern and Western uh, Europe and everything was going uh, uh, extraordinarily well and uh, pretty much by, by the age of 25 I had anything and everything that oh I could possibly goodness. dream of yes. uh, and, uh, and then uh, came the crisis of uh, 2008-2009 and uh, if some of our listeners remember then uh, it was mm-hmm. a time of uh, economic crisis. Uh, uh, at that time, uh, also the prices of uh, steel dropped uh, 50% overnight. We had a uh, warehouse uh, full of steel. Uh, our customers defaulted uh, payments. Uh, banks uh, diverted uh, the credit lines. Uh, the insurance companies uh, decided uh, not uh, to uh, pay uh, the insurance uh, policies. Uh, so pretty much in uh, in a matter of months, I was uh, left with uh, nothing. Wow! And I see and I see quite often that uh, you know uh, uh, we are afraid to start and we are afraid uh, mm-hmm. to go and, and chase our, our dreams. Uh, but uh, during my lifetime, I actually, uh, uh, by, by my own experience, realized that it's, it's uh, much more difficult to uh, restart and reset yes. yourself uh, yes. once you've uh, hit the, the bottom round and you really have to uh, uh, rediscover yourself. Because, you know, in our society, I think uh, we identify ourselves uh, so much uh, with external success. Uh, with external achievements and uh, once you don't have them uh, we are faced with a question uh, and uh, who am I and Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and this was pretty much the beginning of uh, my uh, journey which uh, uh, later on uh, led me to the personal uh, branding and also uh, coaching uh, fields that uh, I now think uh, we can uh, much think that uh, all of this was uh, a very interesting uh, uh, blessing in disguise because uh, I was forced to rediscover who am I. Uh, I uh, really understood that uh, no matter what the situation and no matter what happens to us, uh, actually at any point in life, uh, we have something that nobody can take from us. And uh, this is our uh, personal brand DNA. That's the way that I call it. Uh, now, uh, our strengths, our unique values, our story, and actually owning our story with both uh, uh, extreme uh, successes uh, as well as uh, lessons. Because, you know, we as people uh, want to be liked. And uh, right. we want uh, to share stories uh, uh, of uh, our hero journey, but we kind of think that uh, we uh, are entitled to share our story only once we get to the top of uh, our achievement mountain. Like once I become a new opera, 
or I knew who Elon Musk, then I will have the right to share my story. And I also had the same feeling inside of me that uh, who am I to share my story? Who am I to uh, inspire anybody? But um, what I realized uh, is that people don't uh, want to hear, you know, the right story of enormous success. People just want to hear the uh, the real story of people to whom they can connect to and relate to and people who perhaps are just uh, two or three steps ahead of them uh, and uh, have overcome the challenges uh, that they're just standing in front of me uh, of us at the same time. I think that that is why this particular show, Never Ever Give Up Hope, has been so successful. This is now I'm going into, well, it's the end of my eighth year, and that is what the platform is. I want to know what made you you. I want to know about the failures and then we talk about the successes because this is what people are going to relate to. Just like you said, it's very hard to relate to someone like Oprah without realizing who she was before she became, you know, the big O or any other number of people out there who we look up to and admire, whether it's in business or in anything else. But as you're saying, and I cannot agree with you more, that we want to know the backstory, and this is what you you are sharing here, and I sincerely appreciate it. Now, one thing that you said was, and I would like you to walk us through this, please, is how do you help people facilitate the self-discovery process of who am I? My own personal uh, journey got me into uh, executive coaching, uh, but uh, what I uh, understood from uh, from my own experience is that uh, we all have uh, answers to the questions that we are asking from the outside world. Uh, we live in a world uh, where we are, uh, especially uh, women, but also uh, men, we have so many roles and so many expectations. Uh, uh, so we forget to really just sit down for a second and write out or think about it even for five or ten minutes. Uh, who am I and what do I really want? Like, what are my real strengths? What I'm good at? Uh, uh, what do I enjoy doing? What are my passions? What are the things uh, that when I do them, I come to, to life? And once you really think about mm. those things, uh, then you, you, you really wake up to life. And uh, everything from there, uh, if you put it into marketing and becomes authentic and becomes easier, but we just need to really look into ourselves, take all of, you know, those shallow expectations and, and roles uh, and then things that, uh, especially in personal branding, and we're coming into the topic of the personal branding, people are trying to cope with somebody's success. So uh, people are talking, oh, how can I become next Oprah? Oh, how, how can I become next uh, Richard Branson? But the only... Uh, one of the things that is common to those people, they don't try to be somebody else. Like right. Oprah is Oprah. She's owning who she is. Some people adore her and some people don't. And this is okay with her. 
And this all comes down to the authenticity. And it, this is the, this question of authenticity uh, really puzzled me for quite some time because, uh, uh, so I shared your story of, uh, of my business collapsing. Uh, after that, uh, I started to consult uh, some of my uh, former uh, uh, customers and uh, some of the customers uh, at my uh, husband's uh, company on how to uh, use uh, social media, how to uh, uh, export and things, uh, things like that. And I started uh, really to think how you can uh, uh, take all that you have and then maximize this. And they understood that uh, quite often we don't look at the things that we have that makes us unique. We're right. trying uh, to look at somebody else's success and we're trying to copy that. But we as humans, or each and every one of us, we have some unique we have our unique story, we have our values and our style, and this is our unique competitive advantage, and this is impossible to copy. And if we own it, if we really truly own our story, all of our uh, adventures, I would uh, call them, all of our strengths, or perhaps our peculiarities, we would create uh, this authentic connection with people on the other side so that people would come to us because of us. Because if we come back to the question how the brands were created, brands were created uh, based on the Jungsa brand archetypes. And the uh, main reason for the brand archetypes to exist is that to resemble certain types of uh, people so that people who have similarities would relate to them. But we as people don't have to resemble anything. We already possess all, all of those qualities. Uh, we just have to understand who we are, really understand and, and own it. And once we do that, it becomes very authentic and it, it becomes easy for us. Don't you think too that it there's different ways to look at success and how we measure success? And that sometimes like the, the world standard might be one thing. Isn't yeah. it all relative? Like you can't look at someone else's success, you know, who has been huge and maybe expect to ever, you know, realize that kind of success. However, you are successful in your own area, whatever that may be. And it might not ne necessarily be a monetary one. What's your thought on that? Uh, yes, I think that uh, success is uh, very personal. If you would ask me uh, 20 years ago, I would uh, define success as something uh, totally uh, outside of me. Uh, but now I believe that uh, success uh, is uh, when you live your life uh, and fully utilize uh, all of your strengths and, and you live in your passion zone and you uh, live every day with person, uh, purpose and, uh, and aliveness. And then this is totally different uh, to different uh, people, but I have seen uh, so many people and then still some, uh, some of those people are my uh, customers uh, and they put so much effort into, uh, for example, 
example, career and uh, and, and job, uh, uh, totally forgetting about their health, about their family, about themselves. Uh, and uh, sooner or later, it uh, comes uh, back to them. So right. I think that success is really... Uh, uh, really upgrading all of uh, uh, different parts of your life uh, so that uh, I would not say that we have to strive uh, to a work-life balance because I don't believe in this, uh, uh, that we can have like a real balance between work and life, but I believe that we can have, have a harmonious life where we have uh, meaningful connections both at, uh, at home and at work. Uh, we can uh, have uh, physical and mental health. Uh, so we have energy to actually live and pursue our dreams. And also uh, the job uh, uh, or the business that uh, we are pursuing uh, is meaningful. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's something that uh, gives meaning to us and, and, uh, and uh, perhaps uh, creates uh, are a bigger impact uh, in the world around us and in, depending on our ambitions this impact can be smaller just impact on our family or, or it can be a bigger impact uh, impact on the whole world around us exactly thank you so much for for making that very clear now we are going to talk about branding and this is this is where it's going to get exciting but first we're going to take a very short break and we will be right back. Carol Graham would like to show you the path from misery to miraculous triumph in her fast-paced memoir, Battered Hope. She relates her determination to succeed as someone who experienced one horrendous nightmare after another, gang raped and left for dead, loss of a child, husband falsely imprisoned, and cancer. Nothing could break her tenacity or faith no matter what you face, heartache, loss, suffering, or injustice, Carol will illustrate how she became a victor the same way you can. The secret is to never, ever give up hope. Order your copy at Amazon or batteredhope.blogspot.com. We're back with Alessia Sauer, and I have been taking notes 100 miles an hour on what she is sharing because it is so important that many of the things that she said including and the self-discovery process and I really appreciate what you said about that. Now we're going to talk about first of all what are some of the misconceptions about branding because branding is a huge subject and you are going to walk us through that but let's start with the misconceptions could you share that please i think that's one of the most uh, popular misconceptions about uh, branding and particularly personal branding it is it it's kind of like you know a vanity fair uh, so uh, people uh, and brands who don't uh, have enough options uh, have to put a lot of effort into uh, packaging and presenting themselves and uh, crafting uh, a message. And uh, during uh, the last couple of uh, years, uh, because of the rise of the social media influencers, uh, 
uh, a lot of uh, people, especially people, you know, coming from traditional uh, uh, businesses uh, who have uh, been in, in business or in their industry for, let's say, like uh, 10 or 20 years and have like loads of experience. Uh, they, uh, but they, but they lack uh, the knowledge of social media or lack understanding of digital space. Uh, they feel that uh, there are a lot of uh, so-called experts who have no idea about the subject, but still they get a lot of attraction and they get a lot of uh, uh, audience, and, and and they are popular, and, and they are not. And this was actually one of the reason one of the reasons uh, we uh, wrote a book on personal branding because I see that you know as luxury brands uh, in case of luxury brands uh, you have two things uh, that uh, have to be perfect you have to have a very good product and you also have to have a very uh, good uh, packaging and a very good uh, brand so the people would uh, pay a uh, uh, premium. And I think that in case of uh, us as humans, it's the same thing because uh, uh, we uh, make our first impression very quickly. Uh, when we meet physically, we make our first impression in 30 seconds. And uh, then it is uh, very hard to change that. So whether uh, I uh, meet you in person and I think that you're a very likable person, you would have to... Uh, you're a lot of bad things for me to change that and then uh, vice versa. On uh, social media and in digital space, uh, this attention span actually is even shorter. So we can say that people uh, are just scanning information, they're Googling information about her. Right, and right. Just three, three seconds is the first impression that people get. Wow. And uh, we, what, what people... Uh, quite often think, and this is one of uh, very common uh, misconceptions once again, is that people kind of think that I either don't have a personal brand at all, or I have to be, you know, a household name so that everybody right, in, the, right. in the country, in the world would recognize me. But in the reality, we all have personal brands. Whether we know about it or not, whether we like it or not, we can say that personal brand is what, and Jeff Bezos actually in 12, uh, 2012 uh, gave a very good definition of personal branding. So personal brand is what people say about you once you have left the room. So this is kind of a perception. Starting from uh, your early ages, uh, all of the people that came across you got a certain perception of you. And I think that uh, this uh, uh, definition of personal branding was very valid and still valid to some point today as well. But now, because we have also uh, a digital space, we don't have just uh, our physical personal brand. We sort of ended up with having also a digital twin of ours. Mm -hmm. So we have like our physical brand and we have our digital brand. And quite often, our digital personal brand doesn't fully resemble who we are in physical life. And today, I would say that personal brand is not only what people say after you have left the room, but quite often, Personal brand is what people know about you before you enter the room. Just the oh, way okay. that we met. So based on the information that is out there, 
in the digital space, people make their perceptions. Remember, three seconds, people Google, the first page of the Google uh, search gives a lot of information. And if you are not strategically managing your personal brand, it is just uh, being created occasionally by somebody else. So it's not really a question of whether or not you have to, you have a personal brand or not, you do. Right. But whether it is working for you or without you even realizing that, perhaps it's working again. And can you imagine in a world with, uh, uh, when digital possibilities and digital uh, platforms are available to everyone, your competitors are doing a better job. That's they right. are more digital savvy. They are more present. Yes, perhaps they're not so knowledgeable. Yes, perhaps they are not such a good expert. But the word, uh, if you are not present where your customers are, you become quite uh, uh, extinct in just a uh-huh, couple of months. Uh-huh. And I think that uh, the uh, this uh, last years of pandemic uh, very well demonstrated that. Uh, yes. That, uh, Yes. The, the all of the all of the uh, discussions and, and thought leadership is actually happening online. It's just a matter of a choice whether you want to take part of that or left behind. What are the steps then of building a strong personal brand? I would also uh, uh, perhaps uh, try to point out that uh, quite often when uh, people are looking at personal branding. Uh, uh, they start from uh, uh, this uh, outside uh, version of themselves. Uh, so they uh, try to think about uh, what channels I have to use and what uh, message uh-huh. I have to uh, uh, portray, you know, and then what should be my content strategy and, and, and sales funnel and etc. But I would really suggest that uh, we first... Uh, uh, get back to the basics and uh, really look at our personal brand DNA. Uh, because as I've mentioned already in the beginning of our conversation, this is the only thing that nobody else can cope with. Your strengths and how your strengths can help your customers. Your values and how your values can help your customers. Your unique style of communication, the way you, you make people feel uh, is also something that nobody can copy. And once you understand that, you can, you, and also quite important is really to understand the, the reason why you're doing that. Because, uh, you know, personal branding and all sorts of, uh, of branding and marketing, uh, it's a long time process. It's not a sprint, it's marathon. Exactly. So, yes. So you have to, you, ha- you have to have a very clear why, why you're doing that. Because there will be times when you don't feel like uh, posting uh, and you uh, don't see any results. And the only thing that would be driving you is a very, uh, very clear understanding that uh, you have something special to give to your customers and you are the only person who can give this to them. And if you, you are, don't show up, then quite many people would be, uh, would be missing out on, on the message that you have to share, the knowledge that you have, uh, that you have to share. So I've uh, working with different uh, people, uh, both individuals and, and company owners, and also companies. I've uh, uh, I've really uh, realized that uh, once people get uh, really get down to this understanding of who am I and why I'm doing things that I'm doing, 
they uh, and what is the greater impact that they can have in this world with my company with my message they get their fitness strength uh, which gets them going but from marketing perspective uh, it also gives their brand authenticity and authenticity is something that we cannot fake uh, we as people have this you know authenticity detector uh, we can uh, easily spot when person uh, is authentic in what he say he or she say or if he's just uh, trying to pretend and authenticity only comes yes, from yes. understanding and not only understanding but owning who you are because as we've discussed before people don't like perfect people because we can't uh, relate to them people like uh, to hear uh, these stories uh, or from uh, from real people who are yes. as human as they are so how is your book different from other books out there and tell us who needs to buy this book and why uh, the reason why this book is different is also uh, uh, related uh, to my personal story because uh, when I told you that at some point I was uh, really struggling uh, with answers uh, to the questions of who am I, uh, I got uh, into the field of uh, executive coaching uh, which uh, helped me to learn to ask questions. And uh, at the same time, I also had a very uh, um, uh, big experience uh, in sales and marketing. But at the same time, I felt that uh, nothing of my uh, knowledge was working because my message was not reaching the right people. And I was thinking that, how is it possible? Because I know how to package myself properly. But something was make- missing. And this something was this this the same thing that I'm telling you about, this authenticity, this really understanding and owning uh, my story and, 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 and who am I. So uh, I looked at uh, uh, literally hundreds uh, of uh, wow. books and personal branding uh, out there. Uh, and my uh, uh, book warm. So uh, uh, once I get excited about uh, one topic, I really dig into it and then try to get all of uh, the books available on that subject. So uh, there were lots of books out there which were telling you uh, uh, what you have to do. So if in nutshell, we would uh, ask uh, like every single brand uh, strategist out there. What are the two components of successful personal branding? Uh, they would tell you authenticity and consistency. I would now confirm that this is also, yes, that's right. You have to be authentic and you have to be consistent. But my question was, uh, but how do you become authentic? And how can you be consistent? The whole idea behind, behind that book uh, was uh, to put uh, a very clear framework and there are very clear roadmap from where you are today to where you want to uh, get tomorrow. Because I see that personal branding can uh, be like a bridge between mm. where you are today, the way that you are, and your better version of yourself, not in a very far future, but perhaps like a year or two or five apart. So yeah, this is a very clear uh, framework. There are a hundred steps in this book 
and we look into two things. We look into the substance, uh, uh, so we uh, decode the personal brand DNA, and then we also uh, look into the uh, marketing part. And I think that it would be valuable to our listeners if I uh, share uh, you know, seven questions out of this uh, book, okay. uh, which, uh, which pretty much... Uh, uh, help us to put uh, a very clear personal branding uh, strategy. So our book really goes uh, very uh, much into detail with each and every one okay. of those questions. But I think this could be a very good start. So um, we have first to start with the question of what is my goal of personal brand? What I want to achieve? Whether it's uh, a bigger exposure, whether I want to be an authority leader in certain industry, whether I want to get new customers or new partners or new investors or new employees. So once you are very clear where you're going, you can decide what are the best steps for you to take so that you can get there in the most efficient way. Then another question, second question is this personal brand DNA. So who am I? Really understanding your unique sense, your passion, what you are good in, what are topics that interest you, what are these things that you enjoy doing, what, is, what are your values, yeah, like your true values, what is your style, your communication style, your visual style, the way that you dress, what is uh, your unique value proposition based on your personal brand name? So if I choose to work with you, what would I get from you? Not only in a matter of your services and products, but also on the emotional level. What is your story? Because from your story, we can put together your content marketing story sharing your values, sharing your different bits of your story, helping your customer to relate to you and to story, understanding your customer. So who is it who has to be in your zone of influence? Because quite often we try to appeal to everybody. You know, uh, quite often my uh, customers are saying that, oh, you know, my audience is like everybody in this country or everybody in the world. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it's a nice to have thing, but in reala- reality, uh, in, in business, uh, perhaps uh, uh, there are just, you know, like 1,000 to 10,000 uh, people who should really know about you will make the whole difference in your business, who would skyrocket uh, to your, your business to an enormous height. And once you understand that, so you understand who they are, what are their values, uh, what is of interest to them, you can also match your own personal brand strategy and your message. And only after that, you should really look into the channels, like where should I be present? Where should be visible? Like what Mm -hmm. I should use uh, Instagram or uh, or LinkedIn or TikTok uh, or Facebook. It it, it doesn't, all of those channels uh, work uh, perfectly well if if your customers are, are there. And also it's very important that from the very beginning, you have a very clear understanding 
what would be your measures of success? Like, how would you know right, that your right. personal brand is working? What are this, those would be, you know, just uh, like vanity or uh, KPIs, like uh, how many followers you have online, or how many likes you get, how, uh, how many shares. Or you would uh, uh, really directly relate it to your business and, and look at how many uh, leads do you get, how many new customers uh, you get, uh, how much money uh, you end up having uh, in your, your uh, bank account. And once you uh, go through all of those questions and really look at yourself uh, from this holistic perspective, you would, those, you would get a very clear understanding where you are now right. and where you're going. And then another suggestion that I would uh, I would give that in personal branding, you know, there are a lot of things that uh, that are nice to have. Like uh, you can um, uh, go to uh, different podcasts forever. You can write different articles forever, but you have always to look at those from through the perspective of. What are the activities that I'm doing doing that attribute to my visibility? So my target audience especially uh, sees me and recognizes me as a brand. Then there is another uh, layer of uh, credibility. So what I'm saying in my own channel and uh, who else is mentioning uh, me? So all of the, you know, appearances on podcasts and traditional media and TV and uh, publishing articles, it's all adds up to our credibility, uh, uh, to our positioning as an expert. But then it is also important to uh, think about our uh, monetizing part, to our profitability part. So once I've been visible and I'm credible and a person wants to buy something from me, uh, would it be possible? Would I have something to offer? Would there, there be a, uh, a product? And on to uh, how many people I would be able to, uh, to sell my product? So if we look at this uh, uh, personal branding journey uh, from the perspective of uh, what do I want to achieve? And putting together personal branding on one uh, branding strategy on one side, and also looking at all of our activities through this prism of uh, does this activity help me to get visibility? Does this activity help me to gain credibility? And does this activity help me to finally generate some profit? Then we would be able to uh, get to our ideal uh, outcome quicker and then more efficiently. Well, I really appreciate how you broke down that part of your book, like the seven, the seven things, because I was taking notes and I'm sure our listeners were doing the same thing. And I'm anxious to see how this all plays out in your book. Now, I'm assuming that your book is like a handbook, like something that you can use and then go through the steps. Was that what you would, would call it? Yes, I would uh, call it uh, a workbook. A workbook, uh, so okay. The, so there are hundred steps uh, with uh, uh, questions uh, helping yes, you yes. Uh, to really dig in into those uh, topics. Uh, uh, quite often, uh, I hear feedback from uh, the readers that uh, 
Uh, it might be hard uh, to find the, those answers. So this is not a really a book that you read. Right, uh, this is right. a book uh, that uh, you take time and you write out the questions and you really think because uh, once you put all of those answers uh, into this book, you will have a very, very clear understanding of where you are now, what do you need to improve, if any, uh, and you would also have a very clear understanding where you're going. Well, that sounds like it's a life changer. I mean, if people follow the steps and this is their goal, you know, to to understand how to brand properly, I mean, this could really change a lot of people's lives and not just those in business, but in other areas of life, too. So I really thank you for that. And I know, as I mentioned earlier, that there are so many people who really need this guide. And I appreciate that you have laid it out that way as well. So the best place to buy your book, would that be on Amazon? Yes, that's right. Uh, the book is available both in uh, available PDF uh, and uh, physical copy as okay. well. Okay, all right. Uh, but uh, but uh, I would really suggest uh, for uh, our listeners, because you know what, the change, uh, whatever change uh, will not happen from people just listening to our conversation. If uh, you just listen to the conversation that we just had, it might be, uh, okay, that's interesting, uh, but uh, I would really uh, like our listeners to just uh, uh, revire our conversation and uh, think about just one small step that you can take right, right this moment uh, so that you would start moving in this Good direction. Good point. Good point. And, and then tomorrow, perhaps another step and another yes. step because uh, we quite often underestimate the, the power of, uh, of baby steps. Uh, but if we, <laughs> if we look at our children and the way that they learn to yes, walk, for example. Yes, that's right. It's just the power of baby steps. The power of baby steps. I like that. Well, Lacia, you have given us a lot to absorb, a lot to think about. And I also trust that the listen audience who I know have enjoyed this, but also that they will buy your book and will start the process. Because as you said, this is not an overnight thing. This is something that we need to work at and develop and I thank you how you have made that very clear so we just have a few seconds left is there anything in closing that you would like to share with the audience as a word of encouragement yes uh, I think I would like uh, to end uh, with uh, a beautiful uh, thought that uh, a world uh, doesn't need uh, us uh, to ask uh, what it needs but the world uh, really needs uh, more people who have come to love and who are uh, alive. And, uh, and personal branding is actually nothing more than uh, just uh, uh, helping uh, us to understand who we truly are and then showing it uh, to the world and really sharing this with uh, people who need Very well stated. Thank you. And thank you for being on Never Ever Give Up Hope. Thank you for listening to Never 
ever give up hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.